Hi, my name's Clark Reynolds, aka The Blind Braille Artist. And my name's Steve Baker, and I'm Just Good Company. Together, we create the podcast Art Insight. We're travelling along the South Coast for an Arts Council funded project to explore what audio description is. As an artist myself who's blind, I like to experience the art like it was intended. So, Steve, creates that for me. The actual exhibition is called Time Traveller. How do you interpret that with what we've seen so far? I think the, the nature that she plays around with shadows. You know, the idea of a shadow looking back, in, looking back on yourself is an interesting metaphor. And also the way, also we've just looked at the new space uh, photography, you know, and we're looking at stars billions of years in the past and the light takes so much time to, get to us. So the idea of looking at time traveller is a way of looking at oneself's reflection. And we're going to fight, I'll go off to another one. Yeah, so. So we're just walking through the gallery to, to come to that. So we're just about to walk you through this into the space where this is the, the so, space is. So Lisa, do you know the exhibition that was part of uh, what this culture means to you? So Lisa won the one a couple of years ago, and hence she got a solo show out of it. Ah, right. So that was her, uh, yeah, and oh my God, you can feel the energy in this room already. It's, as you walk in, it's uh, the same, so the, the floor is this sort of dark brown parquet, and it's this, the same as the other room, these great big white walls and quite high ceilings, nicely lit, and right in the middle of the room, and we'll, we'll describe the sculptures as we walk between them. Should we go to the um, actual? To the actual board? And, the board, and, yeah, and, and get a flavour. So the sculptures are all through the, the room. The room's probably about 25 metres long by about 10 wide. So these sculptures are probably eight or nine foot tall, maybe even taller. Um, and it's, it's very bright and it's a beautiful kind of it's a, a nice feel to, to the room and the, the sculptures are interesting. So, yeah, so Lisa's uh, taken inspiration uh, from H.G. Wells. So the quote that, that she's used is, we all have our time machines, don't we? Those that take us back, our memories, and those that carry us forward, our dreams. In 2020, Lisa Traxler was awarded first place in Southampton City Gallery's our open exhibition with a sculpture time traveller, Voyager, inspired by a painting from Southampton's maritime and local history collection, Approach to a New World, by the artist Norman Wilkinson. Taking a winning entry as a reference point, history and architecture collide to create an immersive landscape within the gallery setting. Wow. Wow. I mean, that's so powerful, but obviously because I, we're not seeing, I only see shadows in here. It feels like there's a dance going on. It feels, it feels like we're in a, um, a, a stately ball and there's ballerinas uh, or some high dance going on. That's my initial impression. That's, I can think, I, I can understand why, because these elegant sculptures are quite tall and they diminish in size as they reach their kind of pinnacle. But like Lisa's work, it's a collection of interjoined geometric shapes that give you kind of this sense of 
Shadows cast by themselves. Shadows cast by. I, th I don't think the room does it justice. I think I think if this room, you know, we just went to the John Hunter Gallery with that massive open atrium with the light coming shining through. These, you know, these sculptures would probably have a better reference point. The shadow created from them to bounce onto the white wall would be interesting. Well, maybe I think that. I mean, I'm I'm loving it as it is. To be honest, I like that. You know, I'd like to. You probably see the shadows better because of, um, but because yeah, it's so a dark because it's a dark floor. I'm not seeing those shadows as clearly as I think as what, I would like. What I like about the shadows isn't some of the shadows on the floor you can see, and in fact, this one right in front of us, you can actually almost imagine the shadow on the floor is actually the shape of of a person. Its own art form is the shadow. I think obviously, if this was out in the open, like a sculpture park. Mm you would get the cast shadows as the sun would turn. It would change. I think that would, that might, but then Lisa does do work outside, so it's just sort of a different thing. I mean, I... The saying about the shadows is interesting. You know, when we were downstairs and we looked at her 2D work, the shadows become that 2D work. Yeah, they're the whole, yeah, they, they are the work through, through it. And I think she must have spent a lot of time looking at how these lights are striking the various different sculptures. I mean, this is actually two. I mean, you... I, you're allowed to touch so. yeah it's gently yeah she said yeah so these these are all laser cut quality wood um ply i think there's layers isn't there so i'll, so I'll try to describe one it's hard to i i, I must admit and um, so they're all so the pieces uh, are like i've tried to describe before these geometric shapes with cut out shapes within them and this particular one is light blues cyans light greens Sort of a sage green and white and the lines themselves are all geometrically painted over so you so you have this kind of geometric shape almost like its own bespoke jigsaw uh, which is then interlocking with another shape or another piece which is the same and then they hold together perhaps even by their own weight yeah there's no there's no fixings it's and that's the beauty of the art is it looks strong but delicate at the same time because it's just balancing together uh, and even on the points that the points that it touches the ground, not everything is touching the ground. So it's literally standing on maybe the slightest of the points. And the, each of these pieces is a few meters in sort of diameter, but you know you, but it isn't in a circle. So you know there's the square lines. You know you can get inside it almost. Um, not one line is curved is it no that every line is straight in fact yeah looking through across the room to all of lisa's pieces none of them are curved and it, uh, that's why i you know uh, later down in the line in the future i'd love to do an exhibition with her because i work in the round yeah and my, my you know i work in a lot of the curves i'd be fascinated to see how you put dots on your you know your take that would on, be interesting take on braille on how it would work on a sculpture like these because they're big they're big sculptures and actually they give, they, you know, when I look at them, I think I said this before as well, they, they're sort of an elegant thing, nature to them. You know, it reminds me of birds. It always reminds oh. me of birds. There's something about them almost like they fly and that sort of the delicate nature of like birds in themselves, they're quite, it's not that they're fragile, it's that they're, they're quite... Fleeting. Yeah. Fleeting, you know, that and time travel and fleeting. The, yeah. the colours are, are the same. I mean, I think that, the, so all of the walls are completely white, but there's also the same geometric line all around this room. So the backdrop, so the furthest background is the walls and 
you've got these black lines on the white background all around the wall. So it's once again, it's sort of, it's sort of, in, it's interacting with the, the sculpture. So because you look at the sculpture. Because you see through the sculpture. And yeah. immediately behind it, you have these other lines that are kind of giving you a different sense of energy, I think. You know, you know this, I think that's one of the things about lines, like that jagged lines, they give you quite a, this like a intense energy. But the, this doesn't feel like that. It's great that you can walk around it in the surround as well and get up as, as close as possible as you can to it. Indeed, and like I say, just, just it's very smooth, isn't it? I mean, it's this is interesting. It's quite tactile. So that's, so that's actually thin lines drawn on, drawn on to it within the structure itself, which is echoes the lines on the wall. Yes, so there's lines. I imagine you could line them up in your own vision. So it becomes a jigsaw within the pattern that, that this was created. So I reckon if you had all this pattern on the wall, these pieces laid down flat would have that exact same pattern. Wow. We could that, be the, could that be the Easter egg? It could. Yeah. You've always looked for it. You're I always, always look. looking for them. I want to just turn the other way now and look at this this piece that's on the wall. This is graffiti, is, yes, isn't it? It looks that way to me. I mean, it's funny how we sort of mentioned it downstairs. I would sort of suit that, and then here there's a selection of of these pieces in two D. On actually, let's go a bit closer. Oh no! So these are are they similar to what we saw in the other yeah. um, exhibition? And these are like inlaid. Oh, so that's I think weird. these are wood, wooden geometric shape frames. Is that a vinyl? And then inside that, it's been inlaid with. Is that a vinyl or like vinyl wood? Either vinyl or something because like you would tile because you wouldn't have that that texture. shape that texture. There's no texture there. There should I think be. That's Is that a vinyl? I think that's tiles tiles they've been because of the way they've been signed she's signed them so these are taken from illustrations that's one thing she's been they've been scanned and they've been put onto the wood somehow i think she's i don't know i want to ask her how well maybe on the on the thing it will say what materials this is but it looks like they've been made as tiles and then in lane specifically so but imagine trying to create something that shape to fit inside this this mould fit it perfectly. Because the mould is, is wood, isn't it? Is yeah. It, it's the mould that, that she's used on the other pieces. And, but when, I, when you look over to it and they're all lined up, there's probably about 10 or 11 of them, all it, geometrically lined up. It should spell out a name. It looks like it should spell a name. So it looks, it does look like street art. Really lovely. Because street art with that, imagine that the big black bold lines that uh, big bold graffiti lines. artists use and then they colour inside. So this reminds me of a J. Yeah. C? Yeah, J, C. Maybe an I? I, yeah. J, C, I. Uh, maybe an A? Maybe an A, maybe an L. It might be an L. This could be maybe S. An, That's an yep. S, isn't it? S. What's that? D. D, yeah, D? you're right, D. D. What are we spelling out here? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it, it's a, yeah, it does feel like It'd be great if it was on a concrete wall or a brick wall. So you see the bricks behind it? Yeah, like the, orange, like the, the way that it's like on top. I mean, that's yeah. an idea for us to think about for our next, our own next project. It is. So you're... Uh, 3D graffiti. graffiti. Yeah. Yeah, I think that sounds like a, that sounds like a tick. Maybe Lisa would, would like to do that. Like, I think that would be a really lovely thing to see. And I love that, I've seen, we talk about positive and negative again, this shape here, the shape between 
the piece she's placed is interesting. Because it, it gives that spacing. It really does feel like a piece of street art, doesn't it? I, I think, and it's more colourful than um, the rest. You know, there's a more, the colours are in the, in the sculptures, they're more, in fact, actually, just like down says, some are less colourful, some are more. And it's those same pastel blues and greens. They're really subtle colours, I like them. But when you look around this way and they're all together, they've got, you know, that, I don't know, it's good. Yeah, it's beautiful. And yeah. there's one thing in here that I would really like to draw your attention to. And that is that when we spoke to Lisa, she did say that, that this is specifically made for you to, to play. To play. We can play. You can Yay. play. So uh, these right. are uh, mini sculptures that you can that you can yourself take apart and put together. So as you can, I'm going to take this. Apart. We should take a couple of few and see how well we do. Make our own. So let's just. Have and a, we've got to take a picture afterwards. Indeed. So uh, what so we've got? Go. So they've Ooh. got interlocking shapes. I quite like. Are we going to do duo, are we? Like yes. Yeah. I've got an edge there. Like there okay. Go. Okay. Oh, so we need a, we need a base. You could you could make. Um, oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh no. You got can it, can it is it can it lean? I mean, this is a fun thing for the podcast. Yes. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. Okay. So we're gonna have a point there. Oh, that's not quite holding it up, but oh, it is. It there. is. It is. And then we have that. There wow. we go. One well well done. One. Well so. Done. How, so how I'll high describe can get? as you're doing it. So on the on the side table here, there's it's probably fun. about twenty different of these geometric shapes, all Ooh. with their different colours and the different <laughs> shapes of them. And the, some of them are cutouts, and some of them are triangles. It reminds you of like uh, um, bricks as a child, and you're balancing, and you're trying to make architectural models, and you're not quite sure where you're going because there's no plan. There's no plan. You don't get instructions. It's a mixture between. Buckaroo and art. <laughs> you know, you've got to balance the, Oh yeah. You've got to balance the Bef before, like you, before it goes. Oh, that's awesome. I need. So now you're literally creating I've created a sculpture, sculpture. Yeah. As, as you're doing it. It's a real, a really playful thing. I mean, how what a beautiful way to bring something tactile into an exhibition. Yeah, it's great. You could, you know, you could set off with an intention, or you could just just go for it. Oh, and also, look, you could even do... Like, oh, oh lines, so, you, can, so you, could, you could create your own 2D versions. 2D versions. Honestly, like, she's really... Oh, I can't wait to say thank you for this. It's actually really good fun. <laughs> it's a game. It is a game, an artistic game. So you see, oh, I'll tell you what would be cool. That. So you put it around the edge. Like that. That is, that is not bad. There we go. Yeah, I like that. There's our pieces. I'm going to take a picture of that before. Yeah, we've got to put it on the Instagram. <laughs> right, there we go. This is like Inception selfie, podcast selfie. Really cool. It's so, really because nice. Because someone's going to come along. Yeah. They're going to take what we've done apart. You know, in a way, like it's this little, the way this little table is, is it's over. Oh, there you go. But, but we saw four people in here. Yep. Two people walked past. Yeah. Looked at it. Yeah. Walked away. They didn't pick it up. They didn't interact with it. But it's there to be interactive with it. And it's, that's, just, that's the thing we're trying to show. You know, Gallo, Lisa's just thought about it. She's created this, this thing for someone to interact with. Her art this is interactive. Of course, this is you know, taking ages, but her art is interactive from a visual standpoint and looking around it and walking through it. 
but she's created something so that everyone can get involved in, and yet people have stood by and walked past while we've been here and not bothered. I think that's, you know, a lot of the way that the, the galleries are set up like this. I mean, look, listen to her echo. I mean, you know, we're in a building, probably, you know, in reality, in its heyday when it was some kind of guild hall building. You'd have thousands of people in here. You know, we're in a room, there's me and you with Lisa's art echoing all over the place. You know, someone walks in here, you know, it feels like a library. Don't touch, do not touch. You know, I think people are so used to that phrase, you know, do not touch. I mean, we've, we visited, you know, just in, at, at the break, another, you know, whilst we, we were just- John Hansard Gallery, yeah. And, and in there, you know, before you get through, you know, you see the sign, do not touch. And I just think it conditions people to not even try to touch. When there's pieces too. Physically, it's almost like we should say you need a big, yeah, red big neon sign scene, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. like with yours, yeah, like with yours, it's like you know, you know, like you say, you know, you had a the the ironic, please do touch, you know, like it was the. I wonder how many exhibitions have ever done that, you know, and it, it makes it so less accessible. This when, is really accessible. Yeah, really I mean, accessible. I mean, it, hopefully, you know, kids would lo love that, and you know. And respect it. I mean, if you teach kids to come to galleries and respect the art, respect a sculpture like this, because you know it's, you know, it's fragile, you know, it, but you, she's created something that's fragile, but you can have fun and be your own sculpture. Exactly. I mean, you probably don't want to be sitting on those, but you could absolutely be spending time with the, your friends or your children coming up with your imagination and interlocking these shapes to create anything. You know, it's like, it's, it's like an artistic version of, Lego or, or Meccano. You know. That's it. And then while they're doing this, the parents could be interacting with the art in, a, in their own social way. Indeed. But we're big kids, so we, we went straight to the jigsaw. We did. Well, we didn't go straight to it. We <laughs> kind of found our way back to it. But, but it's great. I, I think once we finish the podcast, I'll probably want to sit here for 20 minutes and really give it a go. Like with some of these, I really want to use this shape. This, this shape. If I could stand that up. Look at that. It's like a little. It reminds me of Commonwealth Games. Um, torch oh it does it does and i so said this the space and the nature where the, the sculptures are positioned it does feel like there's a dance going on for some reason like you said the birds and you know birds taking flight yeah. is a dance yeah I, I agree there's something about the way that these shapes are taller and smaller so there's four larger portrait type sculptures that are like i say about nine foot high then there's two smaller sculptures that are probably only about three foot high. Um, and it looks like they're in between. They could almost be characters, yeah, like, like you say, sort of moving around this space. And then these two are kind of... The parents. They could be. <laughs> Something, you know, they're giving birth to the, the sculptures because, you know, they're letting them wander, go free. You know, because these are very more on the floor spread out yeah. compared to these ones. They have their own... These ones have their own personality behind, around them, where these ones, they're like, they're more, const not constraint, they're more free compared to these. Yeah, they've got more dimensions. So those, yeah. these are it's very tall, I agree. It's an amazing, it's so... So, uh, I, I... Well, what more can you say, really? Um, it's been a pleasure to see her work at Key Arts, that little tiny square piece, to do the interview and now to visualize play with her artwork in such a playful way that it excites me as someone who's visually impaired and someone who can see it excites you yeah it does i, I was very 
once again, very relaxing, very imaginative and, and beautifully interactive. It's a lovely exhibition. So thank you, Lisa. Thanks, Lisa. And hopefully we'll do another new exhibitions because we, <laughs> we, we love your work so much. We will, we will. Cheers, Clark. Cheers, mate. See you next time. Next time. Thanks for joining us for this episode. If you'd like to find out more about the special Baker Reynolds method of audio description, or you'd like to know more about Art Insight, you can find us on Instagram at Art Insight Podcast. Till next time.